recording now. We're recording now. This is this is now. This is the most. I mean, this is proper DIY. DIY podcasting. Well, welcome to two small coats and a large popcorn. Yeah, it's our first podcast as well, isn't it? What coke have you got today, then, Rob? Well. I can only say Coke. I can't obviously give any specific details on the brand, but right. I, ha- I have a Coke that happens to be primarily red and white packaging wise. I, I thought you might describe it in that way. Mine is a silvery colour, a nice shiny silvery colour. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> on it. <laughs> so who knows what we're drinking? It could be a local grocery brand for all we know. It could be. For all yeah. you know. Anyway, so my name is Rob. And you are Sarah. There we go. Just so everybody knows. No one needs to know our surnames, just in no. case. Just it's in case they squirrel. just in case they were so bad that they hunt us down and try and wipe us off the map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Rob, tell us, tell the listeners how we are going to pick the films that we are going to review on a weekly basis. So the idea of this is is kind of like a watch along. So Sarah has put together a list of her favourite films and I have put together a list of my favourite films and Mm -hmm. they are broken into different genres and each week we will nominate two films from each other's list that we both then go away and we have a week to watch and then we will reconvene and we will discuss the film, our favourite bits characters storylines etc etc have a bit of a chat about it might throw in some trivia questions and then at the end of each episode we will then select the next week's movie so the idea is people can watch along at home yep and really to be quite honest it's an excuse for sarah and i just to talk talk about the movies we like really is that is that about is that about right that sounds great, and especially in times of COVID-19 as well, because so, we're all in separate houses, and uh, this works perfectly. It's all about the watch-alongs, it's all about the play-alongs. Mm. Yeah, um, exactly. But I, can I just say, before anybody thinks this is all about highbrow movie critic podcasting, not the case. Favourite films can be literally that, your favourite films, so we don't judge here, do we, Sarah? We do not judge. No. Um, so this isn't like your BFI or AFI top 100 films where Citizen Kane has to be at the top, otherwise you are shot. This is just the films you love for whatever, whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and we probably will find along the way that I will read out or nominate a film that Sarah has to watch and she'll think, oh my God. Oh, maybe no. and probably vice versa but that's what it's all yeah. about exposing people chi- to new films yeah i've got some chick flicks in there as well rob for you to watch can't wait that's my <laughs> number one genre <laughs> how did you pick your films how did i pick my films what i did did um a few years ago I actually put together what i thought was my my kind of top 10 list so i immediately remembered some of those but my problem was the list just kept growing and growing and growing because every time I thought I had had what I thought was kind of a definitive list something would just crop up you'd mm. be chatting to a friend or you'd see something on Netflix or 
a film you've completely forgotten about. Classic example, classic example today actually, is in these days of COVID-19, um, we've actually got a film we're due to watch tonight, which is Boogie Nights. Completely forgot about Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights would be a film that I would put straight into my, my list, for example. So it keeps growing and growing and growing. What about you? Uh, Boogie Nights is good. Mark Wahlberg, is that right? Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Um, so I chose really films that I liked uh, growing up from the 80s upwards, really. I don't think I've got a huge number below the 80s, to be honest. Um, and I would say the number in the genre list, I've probably got least amount of westerns and horror films. So, but I do have some. So if you get to pick one of those, I've got some corkers for you. But okay. yeah, but what about you? What about you? Well, I was a what bit... A genre? A genre. Hmm. I've got the most, I've probably got the most in drama, but let's face it, almost everything falls into drama. Yeah. I'm not a massive horror fan, I have to say. The horrors I like tend to be more kind of psychological horrors, thrillers. Um, mm. I must admit, I was, when I was putting this list together, I did think, is this list a little bit boyish, a little male? There aren't mm. a huge amount of, uh, like, rom-coms in there. Um, I do have quite a few war films. I don't know whether that says something about <laughs> the kind of films I like watching. I actually found myself quite light on animation and then suddenly I had to think about a few films and it one kept leading to another. So I got a few yep. in there, but it's probably, yeah, probably drama is the main one. A few biographies. Oh I do love a good biography. I've got a lot of action, actually, surprisingly. Action and adventure. <sighs> And a yeah, couple yeah. of animation. A lot of comedy uh, and a good uh, dollop of uh, drama as well, as, like, like you. Yeah, so all good. And uh, But how, how much do you love your films? When did you realise you love films, Rob? Um, I love films as soon as I realised at school that, that a thing called media studies or film studies was a valid thing, supposedly, and you could go mm -hmm. off to university and claim that was a proper degree, which is what I did. Um, from that moment onwards, I, yeah, I started to kind of fall in love with watching films. So I did go to mm -hmm. film school. So I was, I was subjected to watching what would be deemed as critically acclaimed classic films some of which were great, some of which were ridiculously pretentious. So I've, I've kind of always just loved the idea that, and I, we, I kind of touched on this before, it doesn't matter how much, if you like, you know about films, how mm -hmm. they're made. I just love the fact that one film can absolutely perfectly connect with an individual and it may not with another. But but both are totally valid. There was a quote that I heard about films, um, which I think is from Roger Ebert, a famous American reviewer, Mark Comer brings this up a lot, that movies are a machine for empathy. That's what basically, for me, that's it. I just love being able to sit down, watch a film, and you totally connect with it. Connect with it. it. It makes you feel a certain thing, whether that's being totally scared of <laughs> as a horror, <laughs> whether that's making you cry, whether it's making you laugh, whether it's those films that make you really think. 
So you sometimes, you know those kind of weird films that, that sometimes they, they unsettle you or they don't really fit into any particular genre, but they stick yep. with you. So maybe, mm-hmm. you, may, you know, maybe two or three days later, you're, you still can't get something out of your head. Love that. So, so it's those, it's like the meta, I suppose, of, mm-hmm. of how films make you feel um, and how they can mean so much to different people for various yeah. reasons. Well, good. So I, I started, um, I really got into my movies. Uh, probably the first movie I saw was Santa Claus the movie at the cinema. Love and uh, my parents used to watch Barry Norman. Uh, and I used to sort of listen in when they were watching it at night time. And then I uh, loved, uh, I'm going to name a brand here, um, Empire Magazine. And I probably was one of the uh, I think it got released in 1989 Empire magazine and I was sure I was I was buying them at uh, my age were well, probably about 14 13 at the time and uh, I was answering all the quizzes at the back of the Empire magazine looking at the scripts and uh, actually I dragged my mum because there was a there was a, a quiz to win a trip to the Oscars uh, to see all the film stars, and I had to be there. I wanted to be there so desperately. I spent probably a good four or five hours in the library looking up uh, different names of of actors under their, you know, their own names, not their star names, obviously. What do you call it? Star names? Their stage, yeah. stage, stage names. Stage names. That's the one. Stage name. So uh, the only one I didn't get, and you're going to get it right now, I bet you, was Thomas Mapatha the fourth. Oh, that is... Now, is that Tom Cruise? It is Tom Cruise. That's the yeah. only one I didn't get. And then I went to school... Do you, know, do you know the scary thing about that is? That there were there were three Tom Cruises before Tom Cruise. I know. Bizarre. I mean, like, I think that if, if life... I, I, you know, there's only room in life for one Tom Cruise, and I don't think anyone can take more than one Tom Cruise. Uh, and yet, apparently, there were three before him. I know, but were they jumping up uh, Shanghai uh, skyscrapers and, uh, and mountains and things like that? Probably, probably not probably not <laughs> right. crazy well should we get on and pick our our, our um film for i next think week? we should i still let's do it well do you want to go first or shall i you you go first so you're gonna you're gonna basically i have written down names of genres so i've got crime animation horror thriller uh drama adventure etc I've got these in a hat, and I'm going to pull one of them out. Oh, the excitement, the excitement. What's it going to be? And vice versa, you can do it the other way around. So I'm going to pick one out now, and it is, you can see, we're on a webcam at the moment as well, Rob and myself, and I'm looking up in the sky, and I have chosen, oh, can you believe it? Western. (laughs) I love it. All week, all week, all I've heard is from Sarah, I have no Westerns, I have no Westerns. Right, and how many westerns have you got for me to choose out of? I mean, this isn't great. This isn't great. <laughs> I mean, and this is an example of why we're doing this. It will, <laughs> it will make us watch films in genres that we that we really should watch more films in. So I have only got five, which is pretty poor, really. That's but, more than me. More yeah, than my but, but I reckon that's because I reckon that's because yeah, most of the best westerns I think were made a while back. That's my excuse, anyway. Okay. Um, but I have five, so go ahead. Uh, Western, Western, Western. Right. I am going to pick number... Please, please let it be a, a new Western. 
Number, and I've got my fingers crossed here, number two. Oh, well, 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 the, the bad news is it's not a new one. But the good news is it's probably one of the most famous. Right. So it is the good, the bad and the ugly. Okay. Okay, I'll go with that. I've not watched it. So ah, yeah. I need some education on the Western Front. It's a, it's, it is the quintessential spaghetti Western. <laughs> where where Clint made his name. Yep. Well, actual fact, I think he made his name before that. But anyway, it's a good one. It's a good, good. one. Okay, so The Good, The Bad and Ugly is available on Netflix. So yeah. everyone out there who does have a Netflix subscription, freely available there. Um, and if not, you can rent on Amazon Prime. So I think those are the main two sources. I think it is available on Google Play, and and potentially Apple, but anyway, Netflix, it's there, it's ready and waiting, Sarah, it's ready and waiting for you. Uh, it's a Western now. I do know, I've watched a few clips of it, but it's a Western, I usually turn over. <laughs> not anymore, you can't, not it's not allowed, it's not allowed. Uh, so, do, 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 do. That's it, that's the one, that's the one. Mm, cha-cha, mm, cha-cha. <laughs> This is I'm good. Sure it does that. I'm sure it does that. I expect a full rendition once you've actually right. seen the yeah. real thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a genre first then, yeah? Yeah. I, I haven't got all this this fancy kind of names in a hat, I'm afraid. I've got all my genres here in order, so you just pick a number between one and and one and six and that'll tell me what genre I'm gonna go for. Uh six. Animation. Animation. Mm. Okay. So let me go down my animation list. I have five. I've got five. I might have some more. Just bear with me. I have five animations. Okay. So I'm going to go for... Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to go for number seven. Number seven out of five. That's not going to work, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> You've got to quickly come up with two more and I'll take number seven. Okay, number three. Number three is, drum roll. The Crudes. I haven't seen it. Ah, The Cruise with Emma Stone, Ryan Reynolds in 2013. The Cruise. So, uh, yeah, it's a Cruise. Good, good fun. Stone I'm, Age I'm, times. I'm, I'm, oh, imme- I'm, immediately, I'm immediately IMDBing it, as you do. Yep. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. It has, yeah. Yeah, right. Emma Stone, well. Ryan Reynolds and Nick Cage. So this is good. This is good. So, this so the crude, so I looked it up, is to rent or buy at the moment um, from all main online channels. So iTunes, Microsoft, you know, Amazon Prime, etc. So you can look them up on there. So I've got the crudes. Sarah got... has the good, the bad and the ugly. And on that note, we will bid a fond farewell. Enjoy the movie, Sarah. I'll enjoy mine, and I can't wait to reconvene in a week's Uh, time. I can't believe I've got a Western.
You set it, me up. You set me up. It was, it, was, it was written in the stars, I'm afraid. Okay, I'll go with it. See you next time. Bye.